So I was talking to someone I know, Dave Kelly, who knows our next guest, John Lithgow, who's got a new book out. John, how are you? Uh, Hello, John. Good morning, sir. (laughs) This is an amazing small world. While I was just waiting in the last 40 seconds to come on with you, I got an email from David Kelly saying that you would be talking to me. There are no secrets anymore. No, no. What's your tie to Central Ohio, John? Well, uh, I'm an Ohio, I'm a Buckeye. I I lived in four places in Ohio growing up, uh, mainly Yellow Springs. Okay. And uh, Columbus was like, you know, the Emerald City of Oz in the in the distance. It's where uh, it's where my brother and sister had orthodonture. So we used to make these pilgrimages to Columbus. <laughs> awesome. So, and I've been back. I've been back to entertain children in Columbus, and I love the city. You have the most beautiful theaters in the country. We do. We really, truly do. We're blessed in that respect. In the uh, book, A Confederacy of Dumpties, we did not know, I did not know, that it's the third technically uh, Dumpty book. How did you get the idea of connecting, uh, I don't know, politics or a political angle with, with, with poems, right? Sonnets? Yeah. Well, actually, there is quite an origin story. I'll try to tell it to you very quickly. The New York Public Theater had a gala in the summer of 2017 and asked me to come and sing a song. It was a gala celebrating their history in music theater. They asked me to sing the Major General's song from Gilbert and Sullivan's Pirates of Penzance. Okay. That they had had a big hit with. And I said, yes, well, but instead of um, the Major General's song, let me sing it as Michael T. Flynn, as... I am the very model of an ex-lieutenant general. And I came out and sang it in full Michael T. Flynn makeup and costume and rewrote the final lyric. When President Obama made me head of all things clandestine, he realized he'd brought to life a governmental Frankenstein, etc. And it it killed. It absolutely killed. It uh, stopped the show. And I told this story to my literary agent, and he said, you have got to write political satire. And that's how this all started. It wasn't my idea at all. Interesting. But I, but I took it, and I ran with it, and uh, it's, it, the two, first two were huge, best-selling hits. So my publisher insisted I write another. Uh, and although I was tired of the subject and thought it was a dead horse <laughs> because uh, Dumpty had been voted out of office, I hit on the idea of disposing of him in the first poem and going back in history and finding all of his precursors and writing about them. That's the Confederacy of Dumpties, Profiles of American Scoundrels in Verse. And there's a lot of them. John Lithgow yeah. joins us. You know, John, so author... Stage actor. We all know you can do comedy, Third Rock of the Sun. You know, you play a mean bad guy. I mean, there's very few people in your craft that can do what you do. I mean, that's a huge compliment to someone in the entertainment business that you can do. You're so versatile and good at all of them. Well, thank you for that compliment. I'm not good at all of them, but uh, when I screw up, the good news is nobody sees it. Yeah. <laughs> but, if, but if you did an acting class, and this isn't a huge movie, but if you were to do an acting class on how to play a villain, the villain in Cliffhanger, does it get better than that? Oh, they are delicious characters. 
I, I love them all. I, I, whenever I play a villain, I consider himself the hero of the story, and I try to give him right. his due. Yeah, I remember I've that. Even, I've, Go ahead. I'm sorry. I've, no, I've even played a female uh, villain in in uh, De Palma's uh, Raising Cain. Oh, that's right. So I'll do it. I'll do anything. <laughs> yeah, people. And man, that role you had in Dexter. Whoo! That took that show to a whole nother level. That was outstanding. Thank you so much. That, I mean, it's kind of perverse, but I had a wonderful time. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so if you could go back, and, and so you've done three books and of, of these, and the last one is a, a whole group of uh, different people, vile figures. If you could act one of them in a movie or a play, which one? Would, which role would you like to carry? Which one would you like to do? Oh, I, th- I think I would probably be John Romulus Brinkley, the goat gland doctor, who is the ultimate uh, American quack. Uh, he inserted goat glands into men's testicles to cure uh, uh, impotence. Wow. Does it work? Wow. I'm, I'm asking well, for a friend. <laughs> <laughs> well, he claimed it worked. That's all he did. He was a t- total fraud who was also like the father of talk show radio. radio. Okay. He was the Rush Limbaugh of his day in the 1920s. He was as famous as a media person can be, and nowadays he's totally forgotten. Wow. So I brought him back to life. And he's a hell of a character. So, yeah, I would like to play now, John Romulus. I'm, I'm looking at the contents of the book here. You guys see Trump, Nixon, Newt Gingrich, Ted Cruz. How can you talk corrupt, corrupt, adulterous, dumpties of the Confederacy and not have Bill and Hillary in there? Come on. I, I give I give little glancing nods. <laughs> <laughs> okay, all right. <laughs> Fair enough. Yeah. I appreciate the honesty. Yeah. Yes, John Lithgow's with us in the new book in Confederacy of Dumpties. Hey, you know when when you and maybe you don't feel like you've arrived, but it was when you played the anti music dad in Footloose. Was that the I've arrived as an actor moment for you? Role for you? Well, it was, it was at a moment of, it, it, there was a two-year stretch. Footloose was one of about five movies I made in quick succession. And every one of those roles was so different, one from another, that it sort of established me as somebody who's ready, willing, and able to try anything. Uh, and this was the Twilight Zone movie, World According to Garp, Footloose, Terms of Endearment, and Buckaroo Banzai, all in two years. Uh, so, yeah, that was kind of my launching pad era. I was a kid. I went to the theater to see Garp, and I I was very confused. You kind of messed me up. Well, I I apologize. <laughs> <laughs> I have I have a lot to answer. For. <laughs> uh, congratulations on the book. Much success to you. And uh, hey, we're all fans here in Columbus. You know we love you, man. Oh, it's so great to hear from you guys. Say hi to Ohio for me. Thanks, John. Bye bye.